You know, with the exception of Miss Price here, there isn't a decent human being amongst you. Not one. Do you know what makes a human being decent? Fear. And therein lies the problem. None of you has anything left to fear anymore. I'm like, I'm dead center kind of guy. But, you know, I got to tell you, if I was to really choose probably number three from the yeah. bar left on the right second there, one Right there on the down. second row. That's, yeah. yeah. Ooh, that's the money spot right there. That's the money spot. <laughs> Two up. Right in the middle. Yeah. Man, you are so spoiled, dude. The master of your domain. You go two up from the handicap, middle road. Yeah. Oh my god. That's where you should be. You have a big screen, but everything's in this. If you all movie directors do this, it would be this is I remember my dad bought tickets to Saving Private Ryan, and we only and we only got the front row, and we were like that, and it got to that part with the flag at the very beginning, the see-through flag, and my dad was like, "Fuck this, and we're not doing this," and so they, so we all got up, we had to leave, and he just ate the price of those tickets, and yeah, we went back later that day. 
to uh, to, to watch Saving Private Ryan. You I, bought a ticket, said fuck this. No, it was my dad. It was my dad that did it. I don't want to curse in front of I, I, Please don't then. I'm sorry. What? I'm going to punish you for cursing in front of my kid? I need to be. I'd be like, how dare you listen to that? I know, I love it. Alright, we're gonna need a lot of excitement from the from the audience. Yeah, there we go, there we go. Well, I mean we gotta get the intro in. That's right. Hello everyone and welcome to Spittin' the Real Shit, uh, the only weekly movie podcast made exclusively by, for, and about the online Facebook group The Real Shit. And tonight. You are catching us on a very special night, because not only is it our 55th episode ever, but is it our, but it is our, uh, it's all good. That's that Knob Creek talking. But it is our third ever live show. Guys, we are in the house at the AMC 18 at the Parks Mall in Arlington to watch Halloween Kills live with a crowd. We are so excited about this, guys. It's our third one we're doing, and we just had so much fun on the last two. We really wanted to do it again, and it's a great way to cap off Halloween, guys. But I got some intros I got to get to. First off, to my left. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, get it on. Well, I, I usually do it in like a like a phone call setting, so it's kind of hard to, to see him, and he's doing a dance right now. And sorry, and to my left, sorry, fuck. And, and so no, 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 you're good. You're good. You're good. And joining me, I got it memorized. And joining me to my left, fuck. Sorry, are you watching me? Yeah, do it, do it. As always. <laughs> no. Yes, you fucked it up too. I mean, I could, but that's yeah. true. And join. Okay, let's do it. And joining me. As always, is my co-host and fellow administrator, the Midnight Movie Maniac himself, Rylan Johnson. Give him a hand, guys. We here. We here. We live. We doing the damn thing. We're we're recording a podcast. Oh, actually. Yeah, yeah. You want to go? Come on in. Yeah, yeah. It's a free. It's a free screening, guys. Hell yeah. That's, I'm so glad we caught that on, on audio. That's awesome. That's yeah, awesome. yeah, enjoy. Yeah, we're, we're going to be here for a couple hours, guys. Yeah. Uh, this is a first run film, guys, so we are on kind of a time schedule. We might not get a whole lot of uh, front end, guys, but if we don't get a whole lot, we'll probably meet up with our guest tonight and do a follow up. But speaking of our guest here, we have a YouTuber in the house as well as a real shit member. He is the founder of the Brass Real Brothers YouTube channel, Bobby Williams. What's going on, man? Make some noise, Bobby Williams. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for having me. It's been a blast since we did the Crocodile Dundee deal. We've talked about this for months, so I'm glad we're here. Absolutely, man. We wanted to have you on because, uh, I mean, obviously, looking at your background, you just the background of your room, we see that you are a horror fan. We had a few people we wanted to include in our month of horror, and you were the name at the top of that list. Now, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for your effort. Uh, we are so grateful for this night. Guys, make some noise! Woo! Absolutely, absolutely. But yeah, so um, we're talking all about Halloween. Uh, I didn't know what you wanted to start off with Halloween. Did you want to start off with 78 Halloween or the 2018 Halloween? I mean, the original's the best. That's, that's, That's the catch with this franchise where it started off hot, one and two, in my opinion, then it got to shit. Really? And then what I love about the resurgence of this franchise is it's starting back from the beginning. It's Laurie Stroud. 
Forget everything from three to one. Oh, God, how many did they do? I don't know. They did six plus two. You know, I like that they forget all the canon of that and Halloween, Halloween kills, Halloween ends. Same director. Treating it as a true true trilogy is really what gets me excited. Okay, so. okay. Bobby, Williams, thoughts on them cutting off the tail of the Halloween franchise? You know, they did it before with H2O, mm-hmm. uh, and I talk about that in one of my reviews. But, you know, they in H2O, they cut it off after part two. This one, they're cutting it off after part one. And I have to say, I'm not going to say anything to anybody. I have seen this multiple times. I love it. It definitely, just like Halloween 2018, it feels more like it's connected to that first film. Whereas H2O, it felt like a new world of Halloween. You know what I mean? Oh, and yeah. so I love the direction they've gone with it. I just don't like the fact that Hollywood in general is now doing it with every franchise. Right, right. Well, I mean, I think it's, uh, I thought it was like that was the challenge. Like, you have this mess in front of you. You know, like, what are you going to do with the mess? And they're like, we're just going to cut the whole fucking thing off and just start new. And we're like, well, you can't do that. There's a mess. You got you to gotta clean up the mess. And they're, and, the mess under the bed. and they're like, no, we're just not going to do that. And that's what's so crazy about this franchise. Halloween it's, H2O is my third favorite of the franchise. Okay. Because they kind of take it back and erase the bad ones. Halloween 3 didn't even involve Mike or Myers. So, like, everybody was like, no. Then you get into the 4 and 5 with... The Dave, Donald Pleasance trilogy, yeah. Where the star of the show is pretty much dr loomis basically like he's the one that gives the best performance he's the one that holds that whole movie together and the kills are kind of lackluster i thought number four had some great action scenes in it like as far as like you know explosions and like like the gas station scene fantastic i mean it's not michael myers by any stretch of the imagination but 2018 and this film alone the the reason they're suffering is because they don't have a donald pleasant's character Mm -hmm. he was the voice of michael myers Mm mm-hmm and throughout all those films, he was the guy that was Michael Myers' voice. Right. And he projected all that fear and all that history into the to the viewers. So right. when you don't have that with the new ones, it's the only thing I think they're lacking. Yeah. But I do love that they started just from the beginning. That's the cool gimmick um, uh, with this thing is that... Shit. I completely forgot what I was going to fucking say. Dude, that, you know what's cool about it is we can... Every time you apologize, it's like you're apologizing to yourself. Yeah, well, it's, like, wow. it, well it's, it's really just an audio cue. Like, when I go back and listen to it, I go, sorry, okay, that's, that's where I decided not to go anymore on that take. And we're doing this one now. Nah, he's cool. I, I, I trust you guys not to be, like, outrageous. And he's 12. He's, he's, he's probably 12, heard... He's heard it. He's probably he heard it so many it. times sure. already. It's just not respectful. Just because I don't want you to get in the habit of saying that and then say it in front of your teachers. Or That's your true. Parents. Because it is a habit. Like no matter how much you try to kick like the habit, once it becomes yeah. a habit, it's and very then, hard to kick it. And then who are they looking at whenever you do that? Where'd you hear looking that? Looking at us. Boy, they know exactly. I'd be like, but that was a good joke. I mean, and I'm about to hand Kelly my beer so I can go pee because, you know, that's what happens in the movie theater. I always do it right in the middle. I do too. I can't ever. It's the worst. It's not because I want to. It's, I just can't. Mine. There's uh, there's parts of movies where I'll watch them. I'm like, oh, this is that part I was in the bathroom. Yeah. Well, what's funny? Uh, we watched. There's something about Mary in the theaters, and the part where you found out that Woogie was that guy Dom, the the guy with the pimples everywhere. Uh-huh. I missed all that, and so whenever I came in, they were all fighting over the shoes and everything. I was like, what's happening? And the other guy's like, you missed a whole lot. Yeah, like, pivotal. So many revelations in the time you missed. You chose the wrong time to go to the <laughs> I know. It's the worst. It's Watch the worst. It well, yeah. Yeah. Well, well, like with a Tarantino film, you you know, you leave, come back, it's still the same scene, you know? 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, it's very slow moving. Anybody remember a theater that you were in in by yourself, or just or just you and the other person? Uh, yes, I went to see Tusk by myself one morning. I went to Austin for some work thing, and I, I was staying in a friend's. I went to Alamo Draft House, and that was what was playing next. That's awesome. Um, and so I got in there, and it was me, and then there was like one person, like a few, like one row down, a few seats over, and then there was a couple right over here, just the four of us. We're sitting there watching the movie, and about. I can't even remember exactly what part it was, but it was about like 30 minutes or so in. Yeah. All of a sudden, the couple's like, fuck this, and they just get up and leave. And then after about 15 more minutes, the other guy gets up and leaves. So it's just me by myself watching Tusk. I'm just Um, sitting there eating breakfast food at Alamo Draft House and watching Tusk. And then I was like, this movie is insane. It's stupid. But I mean, but it's, it's so sad at the end. It is. Like at the end, you're like, man, that dude's like a human walrus I thing. I think everyone needs to watch that movie. Like, yes. ugh. Um, but we also have to, there's an injection of Rob Zombie's Halloween's. What do you guys think about that? Yeah, yeah, make some noise for Rob Zombie's Halloween! Yeah. I love him as a filmmaker, but the second Halloween was a mess. His no. second Halloween. You, you're, I mean, you're absolutely outrageous. That, I love number two. Number really? two is my favorite. And it, you know what? You're a part of a, a specific group out there yeah. that's hardcore on it too. Yes. That love. Yeah, part they, got, two. they got the white woman and the and the, you know the that's horse. That's lost and, me. And you got Michael Myers with no mask for half the movie. I don't mind you know? that. That's yeah. actually because it was trying to go for more of what would really have happened, kind of. Yeah. And what's going on inside Michael's head? But I the, think we would have enjoyed it more if there would have been another. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. But in Halloween history, they always take a huge left turn at the third one so but to me i think it lost its its direction in my opinion i mean that that's a metaphor for the entire franchise basically and i don't know i don't know if y'all knew this but halloween 4 didn't even get made unless it was for the fans oh yeah the fans were so vocal they were like we forgive you for halloween 3 just give us another <laughs> michael myers we just want it just give it to us and at the time it was owned by miramax and the weinsteins and so they just decided to make a, a, a halloween movie and it was really good but then they saw the return they got and then they started churning out these Halloween movies. Like five and six were bam, bam, like super quick. And so they had no thought into them, no care, no no passion behind them. And so it really sullied the series until Rob Zombie picked it back up again. Well, six was Paul Rudd's uh, introduction that's, to Hollywood. That's literally the only tidbit that I have for that fucking movie. Tommy Doyle. I love six, really? personally. It's a guilty pleasure, but uh, I was a teenager when it came out. You know what? H2O, to me, was great. It was 20 years after the original. You bring back... The scream queen, Jamie Lee Curtis. She needs a... a Jamie Lee Curtis makes a noise! There's no doubting her scream queen status. Yeah, but this one can't... Yeah, you see, it cancels all that. Like, all gets wiped. Bring back Josh Hartnett. We all love him, right? (laughs) That man needs more roles. Then what do they follow it with? A resurrection movie. If you're an alien franchise, resurrection sucks. If you're a, you know, Halloween. Re- so I hope that the Matrix resurrection in December is not following I that. I was about suit. to say. Because if you're a franchise and you put resurrection in the title, you're fucked. That's just how it goes. So I'm hoping that Matrix 4 is going to break that chain, dude. Because right. resurrection is not the best title. For it's a, not. It isn't. Well, I mean, I mean, again, I'm in the small 
minority where I, I enjoy Halloween and Resurrection. As a movie, it's very entertaining. Same thing with part six. Terrible story, but it's entertaining. They throw everything in that movie. Like, yes. like let's have Buster Rhymes in a, in a Michael Myers suit yeah. just shucking and jiving. Were they just trying to like keep late 90s rap artists like relevant yes. because LL Cool J yeah, and yeah. H2O, yeah. but LL Cool J was in, uh, was in the, the shark movie too. You know, this is David Gordon Green's little trilogy. He, yeah. I love that he gets control of all three films. Yeah. To me, that's important. To give a, a director all three, you look at Star Wars where they're they're splitting it up. These big major productions that don't give the the director the entire story. Yeah. So if you're a director, how how much does that affect your psyche and, and the way you direct? Quite a bit. Mm -hmm. So for them to give this guy the full run, I'm excited. I love the first one. I know the middle one is the it's the peak of the story, the two towers that everybody's going. Oh, blah. There, there's a lot of reviews that I didn't want to listen to. Yes. Bobby's seen it. Me and Charlie have it. So after this movie, we're gonna have a true opinion, guys. With the new streaming, with what the way things work now. It was so tempting to watch it on Peacock. This is the way the world goes now. Uh, I just watched Bond recently in the theater and I had a great experience. Please support your theaters the best you can. Absolutely. Dune especially needs to be seen on, not on this screen, on IMAX. But it just feels good to be in the theater. Exactly. Though. So yeah, this is nice, guys. Uh, this is nice cool, to be in this room. It's cool to see a movie firsthand in front of people that are live and do a live thing, which is fun. But, you know, I try to keep my ears silent. But, you know, I'm a YouTube guy. I see little. You know, even in the blurbs, you see things you don't right. want to see. So we'll see what it, what ends up. But it's it's like I said, it's the middle part of a story, guys. Mm -hmm. There is a third act. So Halloween ends should end the story. And, and a true Laurie Strode That's story okay. from 78 to 2018, you know, till now. I mean, it is. I guess it's still 2018 in the movie. Yeah. That's another thing is that Halloween 2 from the first franchise took place literally the day after. Halloween. So it was November 1st, 1978 yep. is when Halloween 2 took place. And I think that's pretty cool that all the, the second Halloweens have done it that way. Mm -hmm. Which is weird. Like, like it, I mean, it's, it doesn't have to be that way, but they do it that way. That, I'm that's... just so glad that JLC gets this trilogy. She deserves it. <laughs> She's an amazing actress. This is her franchise. Yeah. You know, H2O was probably my favorite of that mid-mix of all of it. That was 1998, guys. That's 20-something yeah. years ago. Well, and Resurrection's so, coming out the year after, and for yeah. them to have done that one and then ended her in such a just hmm. crap movie. Oh, totally. It's nice that she's going out on a high note. Yeah. Crap a movie? That movie's good! Sorry, but, you know, I mean, guilty pleasure movie is what I meant to say. Uh, you know what? I, I like the idea of the skip a cannon kind of thing, you know? I don't like that. I do. Mm. You know, because you, you got to throw Raw Zombie in there, too. Nobody's talking about zombie movies. I like Rob Zombie. I think the first one was great, but, you know, he needs to focus on the, the, the monsters right now <laughs> and, and realize. Devil's Rejects, in my opinion, one of the greatest horror movies ever made. I, I still think that that scene where the maid comes in and, and oh, discovers, I think that's, it's on the level of like Werewolf in London where that yes. dude's in the subway. The like it's it's nine. the same it level of it. classic Just horror ooh. scene. Yeah, oh yeah. But Three from Hell, not so much. Yeah, I haven't even seen it. Yeah, I have Everybody's no real interest. Here. Unless it's a gimmick, like I'm going to watch all three in succession. Yeah. You know, I don't. I'm not gonna take. I, I watched 31, and that was really lackluster. It yep. was just torture for torture's sake. Yep. And it was a crowdfunding project as well. So, 
I, I want to say it was just him yeah. dipping his toe in the water to see what he could. He tried, but the riding was just off, I feel, with it. Agreed. You know what I love about Rob is is he keeps his people in his movies. Yeah, he has a troop. Yeah. Like, it's a troop thing, you know. Yeah. You keep your dudes in your movies, your girls, your wife, whoever. It's a uh, meme on the internet where his wife is everything. Yeah. But to tell the truth, she's great. She's a great actress. But with the monsters, I'm going, she better do something that, that to, in my opinion. But I think he's going to lighten up on the Rob Zombie. He has to. But he is going to go darker than the show. I'm the kind of guy that's like, you've got to change your template. Yeah once every once in a while. I mean, this is his first major studio job since Halloween 2, right? Major studio job, yes, yeah. For sure. So I mean, I mean, it's a big leap of faith for them yeah. to do it because they know what kind of content he puts out. She can yeah, do but, it and do well and I'm happy, but I think it's cool that he has protected his own universe. It's his own it's artwork. It's a zombie universe now. Yeah, well, it's like, it's like 40 it, years from now, you're going to see Sherry Moon in a movie yeah. and be like, is this a Rob Zombie film? Right. <laughs> and you're like, you know it is because she's in the fucking movie. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like Charlotte Gainsborough and Lars von Trier. I mean, Johnny Depp and Tim Burton. There's maybe. so many directors that tie themselves to actors. Yeah. They just aren't. And, and for and, and <laughs> so, for you know you look at you look at Scorsese and Leo and Scorsese and De Niro it's just it's hand in hand but, but nobody's bitching about De Niro and Scorsese because they don't marry each other so, you know what I'm saying like there's that you know what um, well I mean they're calling nepotism on the new Ghostbusters they're saying that Jason Reitman just phoned it in which Jason Reitman's a great indie filmmaker he really is like I think he makes great 90 minute you know small budget films but do I give him the Ghostbusters budget, you know, and see what he can do with it? So I heard that it was getting good responses, but is it not? They're saying it's glaring. Like it's how... Just, it's just, it's a little too played it safe. How, how fan service it gotcha. is. Yeah. yeah, Ghostbusters Afterlife, it's coming out. This one is actually connected to the first two movies, whereas the female one was like a reboot. They were trying to like start it over. Whereas like Bill Murray played a different character in that movie. It's doing what this one did, what this Halloween franchise is doing. It's cutting out whatever they... Tried to do with that third one and just picking up however many years later after part two. And they're doing the same thing with the Texas Chainsaw Massacre again. Already did. In the beginning, with yeah. The, well, with the Texas Chainsaw. Uh, 3D? 3D, yeah. Jason Momoa was Leatherface in that one. No, no, no. He wasn't? No, no, no. He's not No, he's he's not in that one. Just because I've recently watched it and it's some guy you've never seen before. But he was Leatherface in one of these movies. Jason Momoa, Jason Leatherface. Jason Momoa? Was, now, what? Now, the guy that Swear played Maniac God. Cop... He was Leatherface in the Jessica Biel one. And was he really? Yeah, that guy that played Maniac with the big... And, yeah, oh yeah. And I, I've met Gunnar Hansen and I've met Bill Johnson from the first two. Gunnar's the man. Oh, yeah, he's, he's so all about Chainsaw. Well, I heard they got fucked over real bad on the pay. Well, that whole movie was just such a guerrilla indie shoot to begin yeah. with. They were all miserable. And, and so distribution rights like it all got mucked up. and like None time. of the actors got paid. Nobody got anything really... Dude, I'm telling you, Jason Momoa played a motherfucking Leatherface. Man, Jason Momoa played Leatherface in a movie. Get the fuck out of here. Why? No, never. That is not a fact. He's too pretty. You like, go fuck yourself. We got about five minutes, guys. I wanted to uh, run. I'm right. You're probably right. Dude, You're probably right. Why would you waste that gorgeous fucking face behind a mask? There is, there is somebody. He maybe looked like Jason Momoa. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's some other huge star that played Leatherface. But and I he digress. He goes to horror cons and he's like, "Yo, I'm the dude that looks like Jason Momoa." Jason Momoa, bro. <laughs> I wanted to do a little bit of trivia, guys, before the movie starts. Oh. You, who loves trivia? Make some noise. Yeah. 
good luck. Uh, sometimes on the show, guys, we do a movie year trivia, where we throw out a movie and see if y'all know what year the movie was released. Do strictly horror. So we were just talking about it just now. Anybody remember the first Texas Chainsaw Massacre release year? 74. 74, correct. Wow. Well done. IMDb says Jason Momoa never played Leather. Son of a bitch. Oh, so many right. beaches. You know, I looked. I, I'm thinking of the 2003 one. And I knew that. His name is Andrew mm, Brian <laughs> Does he at least look like Jason Momoa? <laughs> I mean, he looks like a poor man's Jason See, he looks like the maniac. Oh, my God. He look like a poor... That's... Walmart version of the Wish version of Weatherface. Dollar General. Jason Momoa. He's probably tall, like super jacked. He can hold a chainsaw really well. So you heard it here first, folks. Jason Momoa did not play Leatherface. That's Jason Momoa. In a movie. Wow, why would he ever start there? You know, I'm really, I'm really putting my credit on the line here with that shit. All right, we'll you know, in a, in a live setting. Make some noise for this live episode. Woo! Man, we're so excited here, guys. A couple more trivias. Uh, what about Jaws? First Jaws. So raise your hand if you know. That's what I was thinking. 76? Incorrect. 78? Incorrect. Susie? Uh, that's what I said was 76. Incorrect. <laughs> you can't do that, Whitney. <laughs> yes, 1975 is whenever Jaws came out. What a year did the movie World War Z get released? The original? The, the Brad Pitt version. World War Z. I Raise your hand if you know, guys. No, incorrect. Twelve. Incorrect. We're very close. I was actually going to go 13. Correct. 2013 is whenever World War Z came out. And then last one, the remake... Of the Dawn of the Dead, directed by Zack Snyder. Anybody remember what year that movie came out? Top row. Say it again. 2002. Incorrect. Whitney. 99. Incorrect. Bobby. 2009. Incorrect. 2004. 2004. Manders, Whitley. What a great remake, though, right? So good. So good. Original Dawn of the Dead. Anybody know? That one. 78. Correct. Rylan Johnson, 78. Dawn of the Dead. Well, guys, I had so much fun talking movies with everybody. It's so great to have a crowd here for this Halloween kill screening. Make some noise one more time. Yes. The movie's about to start, guys. So enjoy. Thank you so much for coming out, guys. Thank you so much for showing up. Make some noise, guys. Yes. Yes. All right, let's go talk to somebody about getting this movie started.
somebody in there? Michael Myers is alive. Stop! You had a knife in your stomach. You and Allison should not have to keep running. Evil dies tonight. I left the door! I'm not just gonna sit and watch another innocent person die. If you track Michael's victims, that's a straight line to Michael's childhood home. What do we do? We fight. Let's hunt him down. Michael Myers is flesh and blood. But a man couldn't have survived that fire. The more he kills, the more he transcends. Run! Go home now! He's the essence of evil. This is Charlie riding solo for this last segment. Uh, I wanted to kind of play us out, so to speak, and make a couple of TRS announcements before I go. First off, this month of programming was so cool to put together. Uh, going back and watching these old and new slashers, uh, talking with old and new friends, and experimenting with this format Ryland and I have created. It was such a great use of four weeks, and I hope y'all enjoyed what we were able to offer up. Uh, big shout out to Ryland, man, for rocking with me for a year plus now. Uh, he had the inspiration for this Beard of the Fourth Power series, and he worked so hard, man, uh, getting all the guests together and choosing the movies and uh, and setting up the live show. Now, that was that was all Ryland. Uh, so if you were in the crowd that night uh, or enjoyed what you just heard, it wouldn't have been possible without him. So I wanted to show him some love, man. Big shout out to Ryland. And to wrap up the calendar of horror. Uh, I had a great experience uh, setting up a new month-long format for the page. Uh, it was daunting, but I was lucky to have so many supporters on it. And to everyone uh, that took time to watch a movie or check in on a live stream, it doesn't go unnoticed and is so appreciated. Uh, if you want more of this kind of content, uh, I have so many ideas. Uh, so let me know in the comments, uh, anywhere on The Real Shit, and I'll see you. But as for the bracket master side of my job... I wanted to let y'all know uh, that I'm not planning another bracket for at least two months. Um, I've put so much time into this page, and I've been running pretty fast since the lockdown with this, that, and my usual adult responsibilities. So pretty much uh, the only new content I will be putting out will probably just be the show. We still have a group choice episode to do, uh, as well as a double feature episode we're planning. And stepping into the cage definitely needs another chapter, too. Uh, but rest assured, I will be back for more brackets, guys. Scout's honor. So with that, this epic month comes to a close. And for Bobby Williams and Ryland Johnson, my name is Charlie Thompson. And we have been spitting the real shit. Uh, we'll see you guys next time. Peace out.
turn a deeper blue I could not foresee this thing happening to you If I look hard enough into the sunshine My love will laugh with me before the morning comes I see a red door and I want it painted black No colors anymore, I want them to turn black I see the girls walk by dressed in their summer clothes I have to turn my head until my darkness goes See it painted, painted black, black as night. 